The march on DC to protest the Vietnam War, the first spacewalk, the signing of the Voting Rights Act, Malcolm X's assassination, and the theatrical release of The Sound of Music. All this and more made 1965 a year to remember. However, what we on the Ghost Tea podcast are going to cover today is an incident of supposed extraterrestrial origin that happened in the sleepy town of Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. Hello, my little ghosties. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kaylin. And this is Ghost Tea, a podcast where we discuss all things true crime and paranormal. Let's get into it. Okay, so Gerald wrote this episode. Um, last week was very stressful, and so he was very kind to write it for me. So if it sounds a little bit different, that's why. He is very intelligent and a very good writer, so <laughs> it's not going to be, it's going to be better quality. <laughs> so I wrote this bit, though. A little background on the area of Kecksburg. Okay. Kecksburg. So Kecksburg is an unincorporated community in the Mount Pleasant Township, Township in Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania. An unincorporated community means that it doesn't have a local government. Uh, it's like a part of a different municipality. Um, so like usually it'll be, you know how like Riverside is also Dayton? Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like in that situation. Okay. Um, in 1965, Kecksburg had just uh, 250 residents. Okay. So uh, roughly around 250 residents. Um, Kecksburg is 30 miles south of Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. So on the evening of December 9th, 1965, a strange object crashed in the woods less than a mile from Kecksburg Village, Pennsylvania. Nope. <laughs> We're already shaking oh, our head. Oh my god, I'm, <laughs> I'm not here for it. I, For those of you that don't know, I am terrified of aliens and UFOs and all that stuff, so I'm really nervous. <laughs> but like... <laughs> It gets better. Oh no! I love. Okay. I just. I feel like I'm always saying that. <laughs> like, it yes. gets better. I say for why you say it gets better. <laughs> Too Emily, much. Emily, take notes. We need T-shirts that says it gets better, and then also for why. Yes. Um, so the object, described as a fireball, nope, was reported to be seen by citizens of at least six U.S. states a little before 5 p.m. EST, as it shot over past Windsor, Ontario. Ontario, mm -hmm. uh, Detroit, Michigan, and Northern Ohio. Okay. Reportedly discarding hot metal debris that caused grass fires, <laughs> as well as a, as causing as well as causing sonic booms over the Pittsburgh metropolitan area. The next day, December tenth, the Beaver County Times, a newspaper in Pennsylvania, detailed the reports of four men miles apart who all corroborated the events of the previous evening: an orange fireball gliding overhead before disappearing out of sight. Unfortunately, however, by that time, the U.S. Air Force and U.S. Army had sealed off the area and recovered whatever had fallen from the sky by removing the large object on the back of a flatbed truck, leaving at a high rate of speed, mind you, with authorities claiming it to be not but a simple meteor. Do you know that where they drove to? Oh, we'll get into that. And you're not going to like it. Yeah, I'm assuming it's Ohio in the Air Force Base because everyone always thinks it's um area 51 but really air force base is the largest base in in the u.s so i'm pretty sure it's there and i'm not happy i'm not don't stop don't <laughs> spoiler alert um all is not lost however as a few individuals whose curiosity won them over uh ventured down into the woods before the military arrived jim romanski a mechanist was one of those individuals 
According to Mr. Romansky, the object, which was partially buried in the ground due to its impact, appeared to be a well-intact bronze-gold acorn-shaped metallic structure large enough for a man to stand inside of it, about six to eight feet around and about eight to 12 feet long. All seemingly made out of one solid piece of metal with no rivets or seams, as if it was made from pouring molten metal into a big mold. The object had no wings, no motors, no propellers, or anything that might identify it as from some form of aircraft. Mm. Craft. Mr. Romansky had also described various markings akin to Egyptian hieroglyphics located on the back half of the acorn-like structure, which he had called... which he had called the bumper area. Yeah. In addition, I mean, Egyptian hieroglyphics and aliens go, like, hand in hand. Way back. Yeah, they do. Um, in addition, witnesses such as volunteer fireman Jim Mays, who was also a part of the search, noticed blue lights, which he likened to an electric welder, that seemed to be flashing in what appeared to be a timed pattern coming from the area. Ugh, <laughs> uh, I'm not here for it, dude. The late John Murphy, the newest director of the Greensburg radio station at the time, WHJB, is thought to be one of, if not the first reporter on the scene at the time. Murphy had maintained radio contact with his wife while he went down into the woods and not only saw the object, but had taken pictures of it. Determined to probe the map probe the matter further after being convinced the matillery the military, the military <laughs> was covering up the truth truth he began to create a radio documentary titled object in the woods oh my god however before his documentary could be aired government officials had allegedly come and confiscated his photos and when the documentary was finally aired those who were familiar with the original documentary claimed that it was heavily edited and didn't mention the mysterious object at all. Ah, oh, yeah, it was heavily edited. I'm sure it was. People just didn't want it out. The most chilling part of it all is that only four years later, Murphy was killed in an apparent hit-and-run accident while in California on vacation. Oh, yeah, they got him. Men in Black got him, for sure. I, I think the Men in Black are a real thing, for sure. <laughs> I do. MIBs. <laughs> it's okay. I'm terrified of aliens. I'm. Ter- I should. I should specify. I'm terrified of gray aliens. Anything else, I'm normally fine with. You look like a weird octopus thing. Whatever. Like aliens themselves. Like the concept of it is scary. But like mostly, it's the gray aliens that I just. They give me the heebie-jeebies. I can't do it. It's just. Ugh, just I have no thanks. And I just. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm good. I have never seen Kayla so tightly wound as she is presently. Like, her shoulders are hunched. She is, like, her hands are, like, clasped in front of her. She's, like, rocking back and forth. I just don't know. I've never had an experience. Like, I've never... I mean, I hope I've never been abducted. I don't, I've never had any experience where, like, I should be scared of aliens. Like... N- nothing like that i just mm. i don't know i've always been scared of them my whole life like i see pictures and i instantly my heart goes cold there was a girl at my work who got um she bought a like one of those things that go in your car like that v- clasp on your vent i can't even speak right now <laughs> we're not even into the story it's it's to hold your phone but it's yeah. like an alien dude that is like like holding <laughs> the phone like with his arms and feet 
And it was painted so realistically. And she comes in with it, and I see it from a mile away, and I'm, like, kind of backing away. It sounds so silly. I was, like, backing away from it. And I was like, Ugh. And she comes around the desk, and she's holding it with her drink, and she's waving her arm around, and it's, like, getting near me. And I'm, like, moving with her. Like, don't get it near me. See, you say it sounds silly. However, at the Ghosty Podcast, we do not uh, make fun of people for their weird phobias or fears your feelings are valid i've never met anyone else that's terrified of aliens most of my favorite podcasts they're like i want to be abducted i want to be abducted i'm like why do you want to be abducted (laughs) i don't want to be abducted because so we watched a couple of documentaries about the kecksburg incident and subsequent uh the butterfly effect Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. there's one that's called it's on the history channel it's like ufo something or other basically this guy his grandfather was in the air force and on his deathbed was like we're not alone out there oh my god and this guy is like i need to know i've had a weird he had said he had a weird experience himself we started watching on like episode three or something so i need to go back and watch the full thing it was very interesting however they had a couple of people on there who had been abducted Mm. and the things that they had to say was absolutely horrifying yeah and not only that, but the aftermath of coming back and having people be like, oh, he's just crazy. He thinks he was adopted by, adopt, abducted by aliens. Mm-hmm. Hurts my heart. Yeah. Because, like, we don't um, invalidate people's experiences and traumas yeah. in this house. Yeah, because, like, there's this one episode that I watched. I think it was one of those, like, things where it just, like, it's a one of those tv shows that just show like a bunch of different people like ghost stories aliens like Hmm. bigfoot stuff like that i cannot i think it's no it's not unsolved mysteries it was something else and there was a girl who lived in a trailer park and Mm. her with the park her trailer was on the very end Mm -hmm. or whatever and there's like a huge hill up here that is like very long across and it goes up and down like that and part of it like she was talking about like oh i would see lights at night and like there's one one time where, like, I rose out of my bed and I was, like, abducted. And she was, like, very visibly shaken yeah. and, like, very nervous about talking about it. And it, like, cuts to her, like, looking out of her trailer window in broad daylight <laughs> and seeing four tall, spindly figures on a Ugh. hill. And it's kind of, like, blurry, like, how they shot mm-hmm. it. Because I'm, I'm assuming they're just men in suits. And you could see, like, the outline ugh, of their head and, like, their, like, spindly bodies and their dark eyes. And I was like, I'm done. I turned it off. I was like, I, I, I wound up finishing it later. I was proud of yeah. myself. Because I, it's weird because I have a morbid curiosity about it. But right. at the same time, like, I don't want to hear it either. <laughs> see, this series actually was, re- we watched a few episodes afterwards because it was basically, like, starting at point A and then being like, oh, which leads us to point B, and then that was the next episode. And then, so I think we came in on episode three, which was mm-hmm. about the Kexbird incident, but the subsequent episodes continued to bring up the events of Kexburg. Oh, okay. Being like, was this this? And like, oh, you know, uh, they had this um, uh, technology, and was yeah. like, could that be what they found from here? Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it, it actually was really interesting. But yeah. It was definitely... The thing is, like, if you can see someone retelling something that supposedly happened to them 
like 30, 40 years in the past and still have like the, the, the dilated pupils and like the shakes and like the paleness, like all of those things as if it was happening to them right then. Yeah. How can you discredit that? Yeah, because they're reliving it. And, like, right. I understand there are some people out there who are like, oh, I got abducted, and you can tell it's fake and everything. Right. But, like, that's terrifying. And it's crazy that people are like, oh, like, there's no one else out there. Like, are you telling me in the whole universe, really? Like, we're the only ones? There's no way. See, I <laughs> I want to believe. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what my stance is. I'll, I'll say right now. I don't really know what my stance is on alien, alien abductions. Mm-hmm. I want to believe, like you said, like there's no way in this big giant universe mm-hmm. that there is not some other life out there. Yeah. I just don't think they go don't I just don't think they give a flying flip about us little measly humans on Earth. I have a theory. Yeah. So I think that the Egyptians got like so advanced that they left Earth maybe. Like mm. they, this is just a theory. I don't actually think this, but like <laughs> it could explain like the abduction thing more but like if they got so advanced that they just left because we they found evidence that they had light bulbs and everything and right stuff, which was really interesting i need to look more into it like i said yeah. aliens have never really been a fixation for me i wouldn't yeah. even call it like a hyper fixation like yeah. i was always a pirate kid like and i oh, still I am pirates. a pirate kid i love pirates but like <laughs> there's usually like alien kids pirate kids ninjas yeah. Ninja kids. And that was kind of it. Like, princesses, I was a, maybe. I was pirate, for sure. Yeah, I was a pirate kid. Pirates are better than ninjas. Like, yep. I'm just saying Sorry. that right now. I don't care what you think. <sighs> We're spitting some cold hot facts yes, right now. Yes, they it's, are better. Yes, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where's my movies about ninjas? Like, <laughs> Ninjago, but I mean, that's Lego, so... Oh, anyway. true, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, murder might seem like an extreme response, but various witnesses at the initial crash in Kecksburg have gone on record to say that when the military arrived, they had various armed soldiers positioned around the village, preventing anyone from getting near the crash site. One witness, a popular jazz musician named Jerry Bedders, told his story on how soldiers pointed their rifles at him and his friends while ordering them away from a back road from an army flatbed semi (laughs) made its way up from a field with an acorn-shaped object in tow. This story is corroborated by James Romansky, who also saw the same flatbed truck with a covered object upon it leaving the area. In addition to Mr. Bedder's testimony, there is also the testimony of a prominent businessman um, who wished to remain anonymous, anonymous, Uh, and his friends, who at the time were teenagers, uh, as they tried to get close to the site and were stopped by military personnel who who he had said he thought would shoot him. In addition to this mass show of force and their rapid deployment of troops to the area, military officials had also resorted to such things as taking over local... uh, taking over a local fire station, as well as the home of Lillian Hayes, a local resident, and even making several phone calls to unidentified individuals while there, all of which never showed up on her phone bill. Eyewitnesses have identified the military unit present during the day as an Air Force radar squadron based in Pittsburgh. Originally, the news sources claimed the object to be, a, to be part of a fallen plane and were asking residents to report if they had any information on the falling object. However, this story was later changed in the following days to be a meteor. One such newspaper, the Youngstown Vindicator, reported this strange object to be not more than a meteor, 
claiming it wasn't, quote, completely unexpected because the Earth is currently being bombarded by one of the more prominent annual showers of meteors, the Geminids, end quote. If this was the case, why would there be armed soldiers? Yeah. Let's just put that out there to begin with. Yeah. Um, well, could it be radioactive? Aren't meteors aren't radioactive, are they? I have no idea. I don't think they are. I'm not a meteorologist. Um, eh. Like I said, space was never really my thing. It's mine. I love space. It's very ironic because... Well, I love it, <laughs> but I, I'm more interested in, like, the aesthetics of space oh. than, like, okay, this is Pluto. These are the facts. Like, oh, I'm I'm that. I love oh, no. anything. I love all of the planets, and I, I, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> um... And why would they have responded so rapidly within a few hours after the reported landing to a meteor? Yeah. That doesn't really make sense to me. No. Um, further evidence and testimonies continue to refute the idea that this was only but a simple meteor. Okay, but if it was an airplane too, because somebody said it was from a fallen airplane. No airplanes are bronze, and right. there's no like acorn shape on an airplane. Right. Besides like the nose maybe, but like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it, if it, he said it was a completed piece of metal, not right. just like half... Right. Um, no seams or anything yeah. that could have been off right. something. That makes no sense. Right. Following its trajectory as it had fallen, it seemed to travel in a fairly straight line, up until it passed around northern Ohio around Cleveland, where it seemed to make an approximate 25-degree turn to fly in a more eastern direction. Right away from Air Force Base. <laughs> right. As the object neared its crash site, it seemed to even slow down, turn once more south, and then again almost turning around as if to go northeast, until it crashed where it did in the wooded ravine, less than a mile from Kecksburg Village. It was trying to right itself. Right, or be like, mm, where can I land, or I'm crashing, but like I can at least steer this thing to crash in an area that yeah. is not heavily populated mm -hmm. and that's like an area that may cushion yeah. my crash mm -hmm. that that's what it seems like yeah. it's doing to me as another local randy overly who was a boy at the time would say quote it flew right over the top of me no higher in the air than 200 feet and was going no faster than a small airplane would go end quote in addition to the large acorn like structure that was removed from the area witnesses such as bill weaver a teenager at the time said that they also spotted a large light-coloured box, about five foot square, being carried into and then out of the same ravine that the object had landed in. The box was big enough that it required four men to carry. Well, it required four men to carry. While we don't know what was in the box for sure, we can speculate. <laughs> I, my mind went, for my Marvel fans, my mind went straight to the Tesseract. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is... A five foot square. Oh, oh, oh so never mind. You, you basically square. <laughs> as long as you, as as deep as you, and as wide as you. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No. I'm, shave off I'm like five, two inches off. I'm that. five foot three. Okay, shave three inches off of that of off of you, and we yeah. have a good measurement for the box. Yeah. <laughs> we could fit five Kalas. <laughs> I'm just like a bunch of Ian boxes. Like. <laughs> just like corners, but just. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> According to an eyewitness, a semi driver 
who was delivering bricks to Wright Patterson Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> uh, he had seen an object very similar to the one that was recovered from the Kecksburg crash site. Mm, and along with it, I'm so sorry, a partially covered body. Ah, what does he mean by that? Its arm hanging down no. with three digits. No. A, no. And grayish brown. No. <laughs> sorry, ears. No. Grayish brown lizard-like skin ah. on a table. I don't think so. In addition to this, a man who was working at Wright Pat at the time reported seeing a body about four to five foot tall. No. That potentially weighed around 80 pounds, Mm-mm. also describing the skin to be lizard-like. I don't think so. Listen, I have a fun fact about space, though. Um, so they said, scientists were saying that the reason that alien heads are so big is because when you're in space, all of your blood and everything kind of goes up. Hmm. So people who come back from space that have been in space for a while, um, come back with a, it's very, very slight, like centimeters, like even millimeters, just like a slightly bigger face and like Hmm. puffier and like head and stuff. So if you were like born and raised in space, you know, like your head is gonna is bound to be big. And plus your skin, it you're not gonna have like our skin because mm. you're it'll you're, be a little rougher due to like the radiation and stuff. Yeah, yeah and everything. So but <coughs> I guess. But like I do not think so. Why was he not like going around like town meeting, oh, town meeting? Come like, on. <laughs> he, he the guy who tried to do the um documentary was killed in a hit and run supposedly if he went around going town meeting town meeting he also would have been in a hit and run i would have taken pictures and posted them because everything on the internet is always well so i have never been on base besides the museum Mm -hmm. but jay took a wrong turn once and was like driving and he was like newly driving oh you're not supposed to do that and like couldn't like didn't know where he was going didn't have a gps or phone i guess at the time and turned into what he thought would be a way to get out, and it was the Air Force Base. And they were yeah. like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And yeah. Ray accidentally got on base to deliver a pizza. Well, he was on base to deliver a pizza, but he went to, like, he got lost and went to the wrong area. Yeah. And these, like, guys came out and were like, uh, why are you here? And he's yeah. like, just delivering a pizza. Dude. My dad's worked on base before. Alex has too, but mostly, like, the housing and stuff. But my dad has worked, like, in the base. Yeah. And he has to, like, sign a contract to not, right, like, exactly. tell anyone what so, he's seen. he couldn't exactly, it was the 60s, so he yeah. couldn't whip out a phone and be like. <laughs> yeah, true. But I will say, my dad sent me a picture one time. Um, he was working on the Air Force Base, and it was, he had a tag on his bag that said he was supposed to be in a certain area, Mm. and they're numbered, Mm. and that day he was working in Area 51 in the Air Mm. Force Base, and he sent me a picture, he was like, ha, 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 and I was like, you know what, (laughs) I I thought about that the whole day, I was like, thank you for that. (laughs) Well, perhaps this body was what was in the box. Because, I mean, four to five foot tall, five foot box, Wait, how did he see this? You said he was a semi-driver? Uh, the semi-driver was delivering bricks to the base. Oh, bricks. I thought he was driving down the road and they just no, had no, him, no. like, he in was, a stretcher. He was on the road. He's <laughs> <laughs> bubbling along. Yeah. And then there was somebody who worked on the base at the time who corroborated mm. the story. Mm. 
Um, so side note, I will say that we live literally across the road from the Air Force Base. I did too. And yeah, and you used to live in the same apartment building. I've never seen any alien activity or UFOs since living there. I have seen some back in the day, like in Australia. I haven't seen any in America. Um, I've never felt any of the tremors or heard any of the sounds coming from under the ground or any of the other things that the locals have mentioned. I have felt the tremors because I lived in, I used to live in the same complex you live in now. You were the one that told me first about the tremors. Yeah. It would shake my windows. Like it would literally go, like I could see them bowing in it. Like it was heavy. I remember we first moved in there. So Jay and I moved in together at the end of January, 2020 Mm -hmm. and you were visiting. This was, must've been before the pandemic because you were visiting Mm -hmm. And you were like, so have you noticed, like, anything? I think, actually, it was the sirens were going off, the tornado testing okay. sirens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, weird, what is that? And you're like, oh, but have you noticed this? And I'm like, no. And Because I was unemployed for the first three months of living mm-hmm. in the States because mm-hmm. I was looking for work. Mm-hmm. So I was home pretty much 24-7 mm-hmm. for three months straight, and mm-hmm. I've never... Maybe it's just because I'm very oblivious to <laughs> I hyperfixate on something and I'm like, I must know. Yeah. But yeah, never nothing. I, I, before, when we moved into our apartment in the same apartment complex um, back then, we didn't have any furniture as you do yeah. when you move, first move in somewhere. Yeah. So I was sitting on the ground a lot watching TV and I would be sitting on the ground, leaning my back up against the wall and the walls would just be vibrating constantly. Mm. Like there was never not a time that they were vibrating. And I would always hear like booms underneath the ground and like my neighbors would come out and like look around and stuff and mm. they go back in and everything but I remember I I was going through a really like I was going through a lot of medical stuff at the time so mm. I was very like tired and stuff mm. but I remember like in my tired brain I was like somebody must be in the basement just moving around a couple boxes like they're right. causing a lot of scene but like <laughs> there's nothing underneath us it's just nope. ground but there is proof that the base does have a lot of underground uh, tunnels, underground tunnels yeah. and stuff yeah that is proof well so I asked Jay because again I added that bit as I was going through the article mm-hmm. that he wrote he said quote I have heard rumors of the tremors but have never experienced anything of the sort um, closest I have to anything related to the extraterrestrials in Wright Pat Air Force Base is that when I was in ROTC, we took a trip onto base, mm-hmm. toured around the museum, and went into a hangar that had displays of more experimental crafts through the years. I remember that a few of them looked strange, as if they'd been modeled after drawings of various UFOs, such as the flying saucer, and even one that looked somewhat similar to the object found at Kecksburg. Now, I don't know if they just got rid of the exhibit or if it was never part of it, and that we were only able to get into that hangar thanks to my sassies, which I learned was senior aerospace science instructor. <laughs> sassies clearance. Uh, but going back today, you can't find neither hide nor hair of any of it. Yeah. Um, and I will say that Jay, sorry baby, has had a lot of head traumas throughout <laughs> his life. Yeah. And his memory isn't the greatest. But what he does remember, he, he is very, like, mm-hmm. vividly on top of it kind mm. of thing so I, I mean I believe that he saw it yeah especially because he didn't know about Kexburg until mm. I was like here's some information that I've collected please yeah. read through it and write this for me because yeah. my brain is gonna explode <laughs> um so yeah I know I'm, I'm, we're signed on for another year so maybe though we are f- slightly further away from the base at this yeah. new apartment oh true yeah um before we were like the first apartment row like closest yeah. to the base so yeah out of my window i could see the base yeah when i lived there and it was just were you over the road i was over the road yeah, yeah. i was so you were on the other side of the 
street. Yeah, I was the other side of the street closest to the base. Yeah. So that's, again, probably why. Yeah. And I was there during the time that the they there was a ufo spotted in the air um at the time mm. and everyone was catching it on mm. like it was on the news like the news was filming right. the ufo <laughs> in the sky and i was sti- i was in my house and i was just staring at it like this is we're dying like we're this that's it it's gonna drop some it's bombs the end <laughs> of the world as we know it <laughs> literally because it's literally it was black and like oblong shaped and everything and it was just Ugh. sitting it was just sitting over the just like space. Yeah, it was just floating and just sitting there. And everyone was like, what is that? And I was like, we are going to die. <laughs> and all of my neighbors were outside. And I was like in, I, I was in. Like a, bunkered down. I was bunkered down. I had blankets over me. I was looking outside. I was like, oh my God, they're coming. Like they're coming for me. Like it's, I was so scared. And then it just took off. Like it took off Weird. so quick. Yeah, it was crazy. See, I've never seen anything like that. I The closest I've seen are uh, unidentified unidentified <laughs> unidentified lights in the air uh-uh. um i and it was like my whole family so we're driving home we're in again in australia we're in Mildura actually <laughs> um we're driving home from something late at night and there were just these like three or so lights in the sky and we're like well because there was the Mildura um there was like a like they call it a club but it's like a function center basically you have like wedding receptions and mm-hmm. stuff there and they had spotlights that you would occasionally see in the sky so we were like well maybe it's that but it was just like there like, you know it was like it was following us mm-hmm. home kind of mm-hmm. but just like you know how like you'll move along with something like, i don't think it was personally following us home like you know, <laughs> ready to adopt uh, ad- ad- adopt. <laughs> adopt adopt your human today <laughs> abduct the strathan big scissors but like yeah it was just right there the whole way home i think we stood outside looking at it for a little bit but yeah it was odd but like you know that. i don't think probably wasn't aliens we were joking that it was aliens mm. but I, I don't really know would have been so wedding in the backseat like i said they were never like i didn't watch signs as a child (laughs) get traumatized dude that actually yeah that is what traumatized me as a child watching signs (laughs) thanks family yeah and Um, thanks jay for falling out of a tree and making me watch signs like i I said head trauma yes (laughs) so this uh transport is corroborated corroborated by another individual a former air force security policeman who wished to remain anonymous. They remember extreme security measures at the time as they guarded the object from Pennsylvania. They say it arrived early the morning of December 10th at Lockburn Air Force Base, just south of Columbus, Ohio. The object was there only there for a short time before continuing on to Wright Pat near Dayton, Ohio. Looking this up on Google Maps, the timeline even checks out. With the distance between Kecksburg and Lockburn, being able to be driven in only about four hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say Pennsylvania is not super far. I was, I've been to Pittsburgh right. before. Yeah. Um, looking into the matter today, one won't be able to find much released on behalf of the government. Stan Gordon, UFO researcher, who a lot of this information comes from, I found an article of his that was just, like, fantastically <laughs> informed. <laughs> Um, he claims that the government knows what happened that day, but won't release anything on the matter. Quote, whatever came down in Kecksburg that night is of high importance to the military agencies. The most mysterious thing about this whole case is the fact that after 25 years, the government still refuses to give us any actual information on what occurred. End quote. 
Officially, the Air Force's explanation on the subject, obtained through the Freedom of Information Act, which you can do, you can write to whatever government agency mm-hmm. or whatever and be like, hey, under this act, I mm-hmm. would like to request information on this. But they don't, if you do get the information back, they will black everything out. Yes. They'll like sharpie it out yes. so you can't see it. The explanation was that it was most likely a meteor. Uh, And it goes on to say that the search was called off at approximately 2 a.m. when nothing was found. What can be found that is official, however, is located in the Air Force Project Blue Book files, wherein is included the statement, quote, A further call was made to the Oakdale radar site in Pennsylvania. A three-man team has been dispatched to Acme. Some residents not far from the site had an Acme mailing address. Uh, to investigate and pick up an object that started a fire, end quote. And though the report does suggest interest from many varied agencies, all concerning the aerial object, the report also claims that the search has found nothing. More recently, however, in 2005, NASA has released a statement reporting that experts examining the fragments found from the area determined that it was a satellite from the USSR. This is plausible, as it does match the Cosmo 96 Venus probe, which was also acorn-like in shape. So the object that had crashed in Kecksburg could have been some form of prototype, especially considering that the Kecksburg incident happened at the peak of the space race between the USA and the USSR. But if it's a satellite, why does it matter? Um, So I'll get into that, but there was basically this um, project where... Um, I think it was called Project Moondust, if oh, I recall, yeah. where America was basically on this race around the world yeah. to like get any kind of space debris mm-hmm. in the hopes that it was like USSR like mm-hmm. technology that they could steal mm-hmm. and use against them. Mm. And didn't they send satellites <clears throat> into space also to spy on like Russia and stuff also? Yeah. Because yeah. Russia was super close with um, getting into space before the well, US. the USSR was basically Russia today, I think. Oh, yeah, Yeah. true. However, the strange thing about this possibility is that when requests were made to view the records using the Freedom of Information Act, um, NASA's findings on this matter have, as they claim, been lost in 1987. Yeah. And in addition to to that, Project Blue Book compared the trajectories of both crash sites, disputing the idea that this could be the Cosmo 96, saying that the Cosmo 96's landing couldn't have played any role in the events that took place in Kecksburg. Although the Cosmos 96 did re-enter in Canada on the same date. It had some almost 13 hours before the Kecksburg object had. So it crashes in Canada 13 hours later, Kecksburg Mm. crashes. Um, Nor could it have been any American satellites, or aircraft for that matter, as likewise, no reports of any American space debris re-entered Earth's atmosphere upon that day. Mm. This is my favourite. Is it going to be mine? (laughs) Ah, yes. It's flippin' bizarre. Um, The strangest theory that has been put forward is that the strange object found at Kecksburg I did a lot of like research on the pronunciation of these things, so I apologize if I still get it wrong. The, the object found at Kecksburg was a top-secret Nazi craft known as Die Glocke, or the Bell. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which the popular TV show Ancient Aliens had put forth as their theory. Oh, okay. So, like, the Ancient Aliens people who everything is 
aliens. Yeah. It was like, Dagalaka. Yeah. Um... I've heard of the bell. That that's a real yes. thing. Yeah. So the, I thought it was a well. It's reportedly real. I but I thought it was a bomb. We'll get to it. Oh, I was about to say. I was. Like, <laughs> I, I would have sworn. So the, no, it's way 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 weirder than that. The TV show claims that quote ancient astronaut theorist, theorists end quote believe it to be a time machine with the project being conducted in a secret location in Poland during World War Two. That's right, but they, they use the cover story of as it's a bomb. That's right. Okay, I remember. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> they then go on to show the blueprints of the Glocker mm-hmm. and compare the similarities in its construction to that of what was reported to have been found in Kecksburg. And I, I, I'll post the picture, but they are very similar mm-hmm. in likeness. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, while the two did look similar, similar, strikingly so, that is where the proof ends. Sci-fi writers and hoaxers may have made up the idea of Daglocka, playing with the post-war reputation of Nazi scientists and engineers being able to pull off almost any feat of technology. Mm. A note from Jay, uh, quote, I mean, I get the whole, that's the power of German engineering thing, but seriously, Nazi time machines? (laughs) Well, I mean, America did steal Nazi scientists after the war and everything and force them to put their knowledge into our bombs, so I guess... (laughs) So, according to legend, the Glocker was one of the various Wunderwaffe, or wonder weapons, that was secured in an in the effort known as Operation Paperclip. Yeah. yeah. A recon- reconnaissance effort by the U.S. Army to secure scientists and military technology from the Nazis before other powers, <laughs> such as the Soviets, could. Yep. Operation Paperclip was real. Mm-hmm. However, with the V-2 ballistic missiles and the inventor, the infamous aerospace engineer Werner, Werner von Braun, <laughs> B-R-A-U-N, being secured during the operation. One note of impor- importance on the matter, however, is that von Braun also eventually designed the Saturn V rocket for the Apollo program. So the idea of the Kecksburg incident being tied to the Nazis has any threads connecting the two. This is like at least one of them, mm-hmm. however tenuous it may be. Mm-hmm. In 2003, the sci-fi, sci-fi channel's Leslie Keen requested NASA to release the Kecksburg documents so that she could use them for a show aimed at unraveling the mystery and complexities of the incident. However, what she received, she could tell, was not the whole thing, mm-hmm. as some of the files were missing. Uh, the theory then emerged that NASA had disposed of specific documents concerning the incident, with NASA claiming that they had sent the files to the National Archives for safekeeping two years after the Kecksburg incident, with the National Archives marketing the files as lost since 1987. However, uh, the Black Vault, which as far as we could find was a, is a website, mm-hmm. Um, asked the government for all its documents relating to the Keene lawsuit because she sued them because she was like, well, this is unacceptable because Freedom of Information Act, Mm -hmm. Uh, and received 220 pages back, including but not limited to fragments of the records of Project Moondust, Mm -hmm. which, as you remember, um, was a project with the aim of recovering objects and debris that survived re-entry through Earth's atmosphere, with the intent of exploiting the discovery of Soviet hardware as it temporarily fell into the American government's hands. The files that the Black Vault had received also explained why the records were so hard to obtain, as NASA had destroyed many of them in a routine 
con Marie of old records. Mm-hmm. So basically, it doesn't spark happiness, so we throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they did a routine cleaning of old records, and mm. that, that was what was lost. Mm. In 2007, Judge Sullivan took civil action against NASA so as to secure access to all files, documents, memorandums, and records, so as to make them available to the public. The result of the action brought to light three truths on the matter. NASA had made contradictory statements to the files on the Kecksburg affair. People were concerned that a less than satisfactory search was made on NASA's behalf for the documents, and researchers were suspicious of the attempt to successfully open up the Kecksburg files by NASA. In 2015, another theory emerged with two researchers announcing that they believed the Kecksburg UFO to be a GE Mark II re-entry mm. vehicle, mm. with the vehicle being in the nose cone of several rockets that were used during the 1960s. The two claimed that it could have been used to spy on the Soviets, with the jets upon it allowing it to make turns and the markings on it that could be used as a ploy so that it could be misinterpreted as foreign markings. And most recently, in June 2020, at around 7.45 a.m. in Lausanne, L-A-U-S-A-N-N-E, Switzerland, mm. um, Roi Soleil, <laughs> mm. R-O-I, I can't pronounce French. French is my downfall. Roy? It's, it's Roi. Mm. Like, it's not Roy, but anyway, it's that oh, French so it R. Oh, French? Oh, he's French. Well, he has a French name, oh, but okay. it was in Switzerland. Oh, okay. Um, so Soleil video captured a bell-like UFO hovering across the skies. The video, after being analyzed by Scott C. Waring, a popular UFO hunter, wrote this on his website. Quote, this UFO is similar to the Kecksburg UFO incident back in December of 1965 that crashed in Pennsylvania. The ship is uniquely similar. I looked over the detail, the quality of the video, the coloration and fading from a distance. I cannot find any flaws with it. It looks 100% real in all its aspects. An early morning alien encounter. This is a historical sighting indeed. End quote. Scott Waring also suggested that it could be proof of something sinister going on in the skies or that this could be a replication of the Kecksburg event. Mm. Who's to say if we will ever find out about what happened in at Kecksburg, Pennsylvania in 1965. However, there is hope for the future as government branches, including the U.S. Navy and Congress, have begun to be more open about sightings of USO, UFOs or UAPs, yeah. um, Unidentified Aerial yeah. Phenomenon, yeah. as they are now called, yeah. with the UAP task force being launched back in 2020. Mm. It's so weird to say back in 2020 now. <laughs> it is weird to say, yeah. Because 2020 to 2022 now is it's it's, just like a blur. It's one blur. <laughs> So to look more seriously, so the task force is being is being used to look more seriously into these reports. Mm. So to quote John Podesta, who was the White House chief of staff during Bill Clinton's presidency mm. and apparently still around in politics. But anyway. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, well, wow. <laughs> um, quote, it's the time to find out what the truth really is that's out there. We ought to do it because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. End quote. Mm. what do you think i think that it was probably something that we had or somebody something that another country had used to spy Mm -hmm. um but i just 
I feel like deep down it was aliens. Um, you don't want it to be aliens. But. I don't want it to be. Earlier you said, I want to believe. And I was going to say, I believe, but I don't want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it might be that. Mm. But I think it's crazy because of recently the video that the government was like, hey, this is a UFO. Right. That the Air Air Force like saw yeah, and everything. UFO. Was it Air Force? Yeah, it was UAP. I think it was the Navy. Was it? Yeah, I thought it was the Navy. I was about to say, yeah. I was like, I don't think it was the Air Force. Um, yeah, saying that it was it was a UAP. We don't know what, what it was and mm-hmm. stuff, which is not much of an answer, but at least mm. it's an answer instead of it being like, it's a satellite or it's a hot air balloon. <laughs> right. Which a lot of them are saying like it's, or a weather balloon, sorry. A lot right. of them are saying it's like the weather balloon and everything. And they always give us like all these weird answers. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Plus... Why are so many people saying there were a lot of military there? Right. For the actual Blue Book, Project Blue Book file said only three people were dispatched. Mm. But then others are saying, well, there was this box carried out that was so heavy that it had to be carried by four people. Yeah. And, you know, they weren't just stationed at one spot, stopping you any direction that you were trying to get into the crash mm. site. They were armed. Mm. Air Force personnel being like, nope. And I mean, especially because it was during that space race. It's the middle of the Cold War. So at 65, I feel like they thought it was a Soviet piece of technology. Mm. Because it was like a, crap, we got to get in there like right now. Like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Like, send them in. Like, keep anyone away. Because during the Cold War, you didn't know who of your neighbors or, like, acquaintances were Soviet spies. Right. Like, they were turning people against each other just Mm -hmm. from left, right, and center. Yeah. So I would imagine that, okay, let's pull a gun on this jazz musician or these kids or these teenagers because they were being told that anyone could be a Soviet spy. Mm -hmm. So... I feel like that's what they thought it was. I definitely don't think it was a meteorite. Oh, that was the other thing. They have a, a Kecksburg Incident Festival every year in Kecksburg. Where, like, they have people celebrating that and, like, aliens. But they also have, like, Bigfoot people yeah. being like, hey, Bigfoot. And, yeah. like, other cryptids and stuff. Yeah. I've heard of I've heard of the Kecksburg event because of I'm have a huge interest in Bigfoot. Right. So like which think, is also funny because I'm terrified of Bigfoot too. <laughs> not think, as much as aliens though. I think we should go. Like maybe not this year, I don't know when it is. It's actually to raise money for their um volunteer fire services, mm. I think. Uh, July twenty second to twenty fourth. So next year do you wanna go? Sure. <laughs> Um, In the middle of you needing to do a bunch of weddings, I'm planning mine. I don't have anything on that weekend. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It's, it is, it is a crazy theory. Like, I don't know if Hitler was, like, taking the time to be like, I think I'm gonna make a a UFO and, like, send it over. (laughs) Right, it was like aliens. Yeah. Like, Daglaka. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the bell was a real thing. I think they were working on something called the Bell, but I don't think it was used for what, like, the It was a time-traveling machine. No. I think it, I'm pretty sure it mentioned anti-gravity. I think so. in that, a way to help airplanes fly or stay up in the air without using, I think that's what I had seen. Yeah. Um, But I think I'd also read that it was actually just made up by this 
uh, reporter who was also an author writing this book. Mm. And so it wasn't actually, it didn't end up actually end up being a real thing, quote unquote. Really? I thought it, I, I've seen pictures. I, they were, Am I crazy? I think there were like artist renderings of it. I don't think there's actual pictures. But I think that something came out about how it was an author or whatever. Yeah. I would have sworn that I saw a black and white photo of a Nazi standing next to the bell. No. Am I crazy? I genuinely thought I saw a picture of it. Oh my god, Mandela effect. Well, yeah, and it could be someone took a, like, built a cardboard thing and took a picture of it. Could be. I would have sworn that it was, like, them Because, like, it's just all, it's mentioned in a bunch of books. Yeah. I genuinely thought that I saw a old black and white photo of nah. scientists standing around working on it. Nah. So, wow. it, um... Yeah, it was most likely a hoax. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was aliens. I mean, (laughs) I think it's done a great thing for this small community. Yeah. In that it helps raise funds for their firefighting service. Mm -hmm. I don't want to discredit what people saw or thought they saw. I but I also don't think it's as neat as oh it was a meteor, mm-hmm. like what meteor is carved like that and mm-hmm. has hieroglyphics carved into it. Yeah. But then did they see the hieroglyphics? Yeah. You know. And also was turning and making right turns and stuff. Um. But I I can end us on I forgot to put this in the farm episode. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to do that. Yeah. But I did see lights in the sky at the farm. Yeah. I remember. Um. There was, there was one night where I, I don't know what happened, but I literally bolted upright in bed, and I've never done that, like, before. Um, and I bolted upright. I was pretty young. Uh, maybe not super young, like, 13, Mm. maybe. And I remember I bolted upright in bed, and I just stared outside in just, like, the pitch blackness, and I see two or three, like, little lights in the sky, Mm. and then they, like broke off from each other and there was like a bunch of them and then they like zoomed back in and made like one whole like light and then they kept breaking off and doing a bunch of things and I just sat there being like am I crazy like is Mm -hmm. this real life like is this real and they just kept doing that just kept breaking apart coming back together breaking apart two or three coming back together and they were flying all around the sky zipping around and stuff and all of a sudden it just zipped right away like super fast and i remember sitting up in bed staring out the window until like dawn came which wasn't Mm. far off honestly Mm. but um i just remember being terrified and then i forgot to mention this in the farm episode too that there we had crop circles Mm. no i think you did mention the crop circles because the the deer oh yeah ones that look like the deer Though, on the alien thing, uh, Katrina mentioned, my my mother-in-law mentioned seeing lights in the sky out there all the time. Really? Yeah. That's terrifying. Because I was like, oh yeah, you know, um, Kayla also mentioned crop circles. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And like, we would see stuff in the sky. I think, I don't know if it was her or you that said that one time I'd seen something and like, your dad was out there and he was like, finally, someone sees these two, like... I see them all the time. Oh, that wasn't me. Okay, it must have been um, Katrina. But yeah, so I mean, 
I didn't know I my dad these. I'm sure if I asked my dad now, he'd probably be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I feel like there's something out there. Mm. I mean, there's got to be some form of bacteria or something, like, at the very least, on a planet. I don't think like, even that. Like, I think that there's, like, fully watered beings out there. Like, they're out I there. I mean, surely, but, like, at the very least, like, there's yeah. got to be some kind of germ well, out there that could be classified as alien life, you know? They've found bacteria on other right. planets before. So they've I'm like, there's got to be something out there. I'm just not sure what I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know where on the scale of alien do I believe. Like, is it just a weird, like, bug on, like, a planet or germ or, like, amoeba or whatever? Mm-hmm. And that's the alien? Or is it, like, a fully watered human being? Yeah. Or is it somewhere in between? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. I just, I don't really have an opinion. I'm interested in forming one. Yeah. I'm interested in having an experience of, like, a... So I learned that there are an encounter of the first kind, an encounter of the second kind, and an encounter of a third kind. So a first kind is... Uh, Jay and I discussed this for, like, hours on Saturday. <laughs> the first kind is um, seeing something in the sky, I think. The second kind is seeing it, like, landed. And the third kind is, like, alien to human contact. So, like, I would rather have an experience of the first kind, maybe second kind, if it had crashed and exploded and there was no alien involved. Or, like, they caught an alien and they put him in a zoo. Then I would be okay with seeing that alien. Just to, like, have that curiosity uh, tickled, (laughs) for want of a better word. I would be okay reading about it. And, like, having you tell me that you've went and seen this thing, yeah. but I don't yeah. want any encounters of any kind. Like, I'm good on that front. Like, but. even <laughs> if I saw a cow being abducted, I feel like that would tick a box for me. Like, that typical, like, flying saucer, <laughs> tractor beam, cow in the middle of it. That would make my life. My death box would be ticked. <laughs> I would be, I would have a heart attack right then and there. <laughs> but I just, I don't know, I just... I am interested in learning more about UFOs and mm. aliens, but I don't have an opinion formed on it. Yeah. I'm too scared and I I I've I told you in mm. the farm episode I can't look away from mm. something. Mm. So that's why I don't think I would go to see it or whatever. Yeah. Cuz I feel like I would like I couldn't walk away or whatever cuz I yeah. I st- I stare like terrifying things in the face because I'm scared to turn my back right. on it. So, I don't know. I do find it interesting that the whole, like, Egyptians-aliens connection mm-hmm. is such a thing. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it you look at their gods. They're, mm-hmm. like, people-body wolf-head. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's interesting where that came from. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like... <laughs> It's 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 a very far fetched yeah. theory. If you look at it from outside of the perspective of look at their gods, um, the pyramids are lined up perfectly with the yeah. stars and like the Mayan pyramids and the yeah. Azores, that yeah. connection, yeah. And 
in Egyptian pyramids, there's a shaft on the side of the pyramids mm. that actually goes all the way down into mm. the center of the pyramid. And they believe that it was an ancient telescope mm. to look at the stars. And I think that that is so interesting yeah. um, that they, they had a really complex mathematical system and mm. like they, you know, oh, look at the stars and everything. Oh, very advanced. Or there's the theory of, you know, we got so high tech that the world like, the bombs and everything, and then, like, we started over. Right. And then, like, we're doing it all again. And, like, that's a really interesting theory. I would, I I think it, if there's any theory like that that I would believe, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised, like, if, you know, when it's all said and done and, you know, whatever you believe, Mm -hmm. you're at the end of the thing and you get to learn all of the worldly things that you, Mm -hmm. you wanted to know on Earth. Yeah. Or, you know, while you were alive. If they told me, whoever they be, whoever you believe in, you know, if a god told me, hey, the alien, the Egyptians actually did meet aliens, but they were too advanced, so the aliens shut that down, and that's why it was kind of like, they were like, climbing, I'm climbing, 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 and then plunged down into like, you know, the Dark Ages, Mm -hmm. and like, everyone was really dumb and didn't live for very long and whatever. Mm -hmm. I would believe that. Mm. Like, that, that... Seems plausible to me. Like, mm-hmm. they, they got too close to, you know, omnipotence or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and the alien's like, no, I don't like that. So yeah. you need to step back into your lane, mm-hmm. my friend. I would believe that. I don't know if I believe that they told them to step back. I think I b- more so believe that they came down and they shared their technology. Yeah, so I don't really know what I think about aliens. I think there's so many theories out there that you could go... Oh, there, it is All definitely, day. like, a, I need to sit down for a weekend and just binge a bunch of stuff yeah. to decide what I believe. But like oh, I yeah. said, like, I, for me, I have always had no issue believing in ghosts or demons or any of that sort of stuff because I was raised very religious. I continue to be quite mm-hmm. religious. And I have experiences with ghosts and uncomfortable, unexplained paranormal phenomena. Mm-hmm. Easy to believe. Yeah. I have no experiences with Bigfoot or aliens or other cryptids or anything like that. Mm. I want to believe in them. Mm-hmm. I think life would be very boring without blood-sucking frog people, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's so far out of the realm of normal that it's just like, man, that would be really cool if they did exist. Mm probably don't or Mm. maybe they exist at one time but they Mm. definitely don't now yeah so i i kind of am a little bit skeptic about that sort of thing like cryptid wise Mm -hmm. i'm not a skeptic when it comes to ghosts Mm. but i'm skeptic about other things so i will say if you're gonna do a bunch of like sit downs and everything with the alien thing yeah it's going to take more than a sit-down, but I would oh. watch Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Um, and not only because... Aliens. But, like, <laughs> they... It's actually really interesting because they give you fact, 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 and then they're like, but how did they accomplish this? Aliens? Bigfoot? Who? And you're just kind of like, okay. But, like, the the facts itself are really interesting. I, I have been meaning to... I think I saw a couple of episodes once. Like, mm. my grandparents had um, paid paid tv or pay-per-view or whatever Mm -hmm. and they had like nat geographic discovery like all those big Mm -hmm. ones that have those sort of shows Mm -hmm. and so i think i've seen a couple episodes of ancient aliens um like before it was the 
aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But basically, it would be. It, there were some bits that you're not going to like. I'm not going to lie to you. They do have drawings of aliens and, like, mm. descriptions and stuff. Yeah. But I, I, as someone who is new to extraterrestrials and UFO, to sit down with someone who is, like, so into it because you're so terrified of it, yeah. it would be really interesting to watch together. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever met anyone else who's, like... I'm scared. I have to look at it. Like, <laughs> most people that I've talked to that are terrified of something run away. Or they, it's like, cover. Flight, fight, or... There's, it used to be fight or flight, but now it's fight, flight, or something else. Or freeze. Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. I freeze. I for sure freeze. If if it's, it like, if it's a person jumping out and scaring me, I'm swinging. But, like, <laughs> when it is, like, hey, there's a demon in the corner, I'm, like, in the bed staring at it oh i can't take my eyes off of it and i wait until morning for it to like go away and like just stare i mean that's probably half my problem well sleep paralysis is different because and i will get into that in an episode i think Mm. actually coming up pretty soon but you know i freeze in that instance Mm. but mostly i think it's just like (laughs) you don't have a choice but to freeze (laughs) exactly i have no choice to freeze yeah um but yeah so went a little bit off well, not really off tangent. topic, yeah. but like you know, we went from Kecksburg to the greater existence <laughs> of aliens. Yeah, um, but it's really interesting. But let, yeah. us, let us know what you guys think. I would love to hear your comments and like what you guys believe and like email us and stuff. We'll have all that in the show notes and stuff. But yep. I would, I'm really interested in, in what your guys's view on the universe is and like all that yeah. stuff. I, I, we can continue the conversation with you guys there and stuff. Definitely. Or if we gather a bunch of um, stories, maybe you guys have had in, in run-ins with aliens and stuff. My grandfather-in-law was in the Air Force, mm. so the like, U.S. Air Force. Yeah. Oh. Uh, raised that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he will never say anything. I've had I've had a couple of run-ins with some Air Force people who have um, dementia and have kind of just, will just be watching TV and they just kind of very well, they'll just blurt out things about aliens and everything. Like, oh no, we can't go in there. Like, that area is blocked off or just stuff like that where they think they're somewhere else. Mm. And I've gotten a lot of stories from them and stuff about the underground tunnels and stuff. I, I had... Somebody that I used to be friends with in high school go with her group of friends um, just walking around the Stebbins area. Mm. And one Which of again them, is right by the Air Force Base it's right by where the, we live. Yes. And there's a <laughs> tunnel that kind of it's it it kind of comes out into a really big like circular sewer that like it, it's massive. Mm. And it looks like a sewer, but it is a tunnel that leads to the Air Force Base and stuff. And they walked like halfway in in the middle of the night just like with their phones and yeah. stuff. And there was somebody in there with a gun, and he was in military uniform, Air Force uniform, and he was like, you have to leave, you cannot be in here. And they were like, uh, what? And, like, he had, like, right. get out. <laughs> I mean, like, I definitely crap. think this isn't the last time that... We'll talk about aliens. We'll talk about aliens oh, for sure. at all. Yeah. Come on in. I have a lot of things to say <laughs> about aliens. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's Roswell. Ros- mm. Roswell. Yeah. There's, like, other instances of ufo like there's heaps we can continue this topic yeah. on for ages and jay was worried about us not being able to talk about no, things and I could, I could still talk about it for the oh rest yeah of the night, for sure but genuinely let us know seriously i, I want to hear your guys yeah. opinions what do you think is there life on mars is there is life there, out there are there we alone in the universe are we going to die alone Ooh. i think it'd be really inter- interesting to learn about 
the gas giants and if there's people living in that we're like alien beings and stuff that's really the gas giants okay we need to end this <laughs> we're gonna be here for another hour <laughs> okay <laughs> oh what are we talking about next week we are talking about chillingham castle it is uh, a trigger warning pre-trigger warning it has um torture in it so yeah. just letting you guys know it's gonna be a rougher episode but yeah. uh the history of the castle and everything is really interesting and spoiler alert there's fluffy cows involved <laughs> we love fluffy just cows. the only wild cattle in the whole world just roams I, the ground i think <laughs> well i mean I, I don't think cows are one of my favorite animals oh, they're like my favorite uh well i want to say domesticated animal but like mm-hmm. my favorite lodge domesticated animal because i yeah i have a soft spot for dogs i'd say yeah. that's probably my favorite but anyway so I'm always excited when there's cows involved. Yes. They're fluffy white cows with a black nose. I'm like, are you kidding me? No, like I said, completely wild. The only wild cattle in the world. I'm also pretty sure, I don't know a lot about Chillingham Castle, but I am fairly sure it actually uh, has to do with my heritage. Really? Does it have to do with Queen Mary of Scots? Uh, no, uh, it's... It's Anne of Scotland. Uh, it's the Queen Queen Anne of Scotland. So okay. it's it's before Mary. Yeah. So regardless, that's that, that's my ancestry. Yeah. Um, so, interesting. Yeah. So I'm excited <laughs> to learn more about my uh, ancestry. Yeah. <laughs> Your yeah. ancestors are not nice. <laughs> no, no, they are yeah. not. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Ghost Tea Podcast. You can find us at Facebook at facebook.com slash ghost tea podcast or on Instagram at ghost tea underscore podcast. That's G-H-O-S-T-E-A podcast. If you have any topics you'd like us to discuss or just want to say hi, you can email us at ghostteapodcast at outlook.com.